Hey, welcome to Praying the Psalms, a daily podcast from Doxa Church in Madison, Wisconsin. As the church finds itself isolated from one another physically, we are reading, studying, and praying the Psalms together as a way to join ourselves together spiritually. We are trying to slow down. We're trying to get a bigger picture of God and a clear picture of ourselves. But most of all, we just want to join ourselves together around the throne of the one who's joined himself to us. So if you haven't already, pull out a Bible. This morning we are in Psalm 93. Psalm 93 is actually a pretty short psalm, uh, but it is amazing. And so I want to just read it kind of at the beginning of this um, podcast. And this is what this is what the psalmist says. It says, The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He has put on strength as his belt. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. Your throne is established from of old. You are from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their roaring, mightier than the thunders of many waters, mightier than the waves of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. Your decrees are very trustworthy. Holiness befits your house, O Lord, forevermore. When we open up the Bible, often what we are doing is we're looking for some kind of comfort. We're looking for some kind of spiritual training or life advice. And right, we might be looking for wisdom, but many of us, we come to the Bible with questions about ourselves, right? Who we are, where are we going, what we should do. And the Bible, it talks about these things. But actually, one of the very first things you learn, if you take kind of an introductory theology course, is that the Bible fundamentally is a story about God, right? It involves us, but it isn't about us. It's about him. And this psalm kind of does just this, right? It's it's short. It doesn't say more than it needs to. But like in the midst of all of our questions and anxieties and kind of life plans, this psalm kind of lands into the midst of all of that like a bolt of lightning, Right, And the reason it feels this way, or the reason at least it felt that way for me, is because it isn't actually answering most of the questions that we have when we open the Bible. Right, It's not speaking to those. There isn't this kind of introductory thing of, oh, this is kind of what's going on in your life. And instead, it just kind of lands. It's not answering the questions that we've brought to the Bible, but it's actually answering the kind of questions we should have. Or maybe a better way to say it is that this psalm isn't interested in answering the questions that sit on the surface of our lives, but it is written to speak to the deep parts of our soul, to address the questions that lie unasked and unanswered, or maybe even undiscovered there. And yet they're actually the most important questions that someone could ask. And this psalm starts by answering that. And it just starts with this. It says, the Lord reigns. Yahweh reigns. Stop for a minute and just let that sink in. That, that's how this psalm starts, right? It just, it just takes that phrase and it pushes it into you. Is this revelation from God. The Lord reigns. Think about what in your life has caused you to to question, right? To worry, to wonder. What what has kept you up at night? What are you fearful of? What is uncomfortable? What is exciting, right? What are the questions of life that we have? Now in response to whatever is going on in your head and in your soul, hear the words of this psalm 
as not only the answer to that, but the answer to everything. The Lord reigns. He reigns. He is in control. He is on the throne. His, <laughs> the earth cannot be moved. He cannot be moved. His purposes cannot be overturned or thwarted. What is so interesting about this psalm is it, it comes to us from seemingly nowhere, right? There's no author listed. There's no context given. It's just, it's just, it's just there. It just speaks to us as we turn to this page of the Bible. And I think that one of the reasons this psalm comes to us from seemingly nowhere is because it isn't given as a prayer for people in a certain situation of life, but it's actually given as the solution to every situation in life. The Lord reigns. And then it goes on to to describe, he says he is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He has put on strength as his belt, right? It's not as though his clothes or a raiment, they are majestic and beautiful, but he is clothed in majesty itself. Power is not far from him, right? But he wears it as his belt. Like the world, right? Which in other places is called his footstool. He says it will never be moved. His throne is established from of old. It says that he's been sitting on it. He's kind of existed in this place from everlasting. And, and I think that this is, you know, one of those Psalms that's short and it's, it's meant for us to really stop and like stare at it and think about that. So just think about that idea that God, Yahweh, the, the Lord, he reigns. And he has been seated in power and majesty from everlasting. Right? What was happening a hundred years ago? Right? Who, who was alive? What were their stories like? The Lord was on his throne. What was the world like 10,000 years ago? Right? Who was alive and what were their stories like? What technologies or, or manner of life existed then? What were kind of the, the hopes and dreams that those people had The Lord was on his throne. And what was the world like a million years ago, right? Was there anyone or anything alive, right? How old are the stars? How long has their light been shining on this planet, right? Or even go back further, what about 10 trillion years ago, right? Does time and space even have this kind of age? Like we have ideas about these things, but we can't know. But if you peer back into the history of all things, you will come to a point where there is nothing except one single eternal reality. That the Lord is on his throne. There has never been a moment in history or there has never been a time before history where this was not true. The Lord is on his throne. There's this moment in the Gospels when Jesus is on his boat with his disciples and and there's a storm at sea, right? The waves are roaring. They're lifting up their voices. They're seeming to kind of sink the ship. And as the disciples, they, they look back at Jesus. They are terrified for their lives, terrified. And what they do is they actually find Jesus asleep. 
right? His body and his soul somehow are at complete peace, lying on the planks of wood, even while his body is being kind of thrashed about by the waves. And they, 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 this is unbelievable to them, right? And they go back and they wake him up and they say, do you not care that we are perishing? Is this not one of the cries of our heart in prayer and in life to God? Do you not care? Do you not see that we are perishing? And as Jesus stands up, he gives them a lesson on the reality of the world. He stands up and he rebukes the winds and the waves and he tells the world to stop because the world is his. And the waves calm down. The wind and the waves, they stop roaring. And it's just quiet and peace. And then he asks them a question and he says, Why are you afraid? Why do you have such little faith? And what's interesting about this moment is that Jesus' point isn't to notice that the wind and waves have now stopped, but it's actually to notice who they were in the boat with the whole time. Their their present situation, right, in this calm, peaceful water, it actually isn't any safer than when they were in the storm with the waves roaring and tossing them about. Their situation, their world, their life story actually hadn't changed at all. Because the situation and the circumstances that were always true and had always been true and have been true since everlasting is that God is on his throne. Jesus is asleep in the storm because the storm is not his story, but his father being on the throne and in control of the universe. That is his story. And so he sleeps. And it's also your story. That mightier than the thunders of many waters, mightier than the waves of the sea, the Lord on high is mighty. And his decrees and his promises, they are trustworthy. Let's pray. Father, Would you drive this truth deep into our hearts and souls that no matter what is happening in our life, no matter what waves or waters are roaring, that above all of it, we would be able to lift up our eyes and see you robed in majesty, strength as your belt, on your throne from everlasting, that the statement that would sit over our lives would be that in everything you are in control and the Lord reigns in your name.